Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. And welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Dan, I got a question for you. Yes. You, you wisened up in the last couple, I'd say six months. And what I mean by that is you started to get a little bit gray in the beard. Mm, yeah. We talked about this the other day. Yes. Yes, I, we did. Have you noticed people treating you differently now? Yeah. I got kind of like a Gandalf thing going on, I think. So people <laughs> oh. just speak to me like I'm a wizard. Huh. Which I'll take it. That's also because you show up in a robe 90% of the time mm? and the wizard staff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Always got. Comes with the beard. You know, sometimes you call it a walking staff, but uh, this is an interesting question. The day it's topic that we're going to talk about is does age matter in real estate and my, you know, the first place that you'd think that is, uh, does being young, is that, is that a hindrance or is it actually a good thing? But the other side of that too is being old. Is that helpful? Sometimes, maybe not, maybe sometimes. So maybe let's unpack this. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it kind of depends. Um, are we talking about is like an active investor just starting? Is that yeah, what, how I think, so. I think that's okay. the lens. Like you're, you're starting out, you want to get into your first deal and you're going to actively manage it. That might be a single family fix and flip. Could be a triplex a house hack might be a 10 units that you just buddy up with a partner and maybe you raise a little bit of capital for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So I've put no thought into this. Um, cause I don't even know we were doing this episode until about two minutes ago. But first thing that kind of mm-hmm. pops into my head is just like how much, um, grunt work is usually or always required in the early days before you can afford to hire a big team. Um, you know, when you're just getting started, unless you're starting with, you know, a big pile of cash, you're going to be doing a lot of stuff and it's a lot of work. So maybe you don't have the most energy when you're 70 Mm -hmm. to start doing that. That's one angle. That's one angle. The way I think about every deal is that it needs three things. It needs somebody who has the time to go do the work, somebody who has the experience to know what that work should be, and then somebody who has the capital. And so when you're young, you probably have a lot of time. You probably don't have much experience and you probably don't have any capital. So that's kind of like two strikes. And you might think, okay, well, brokers aren't going to take you seriously. Lenders aren't going to take you very seriously. But that time and that energy, the hustle is such a big one Mm -hmm. that I, I think you just have to find the right, right way to apply it. And yeah. you you won't have a hard time getting involved in real estate. It just depends on like the the way that you get into it. You're not going to jump into like a $200 million a syndication where you're raising $50 million of capital on your first deal. That's not going to be it. You could try. You could try. It's not a good idea. You just have to leave the ego at the door mm-hmm. and be fine doing the shittiest of things because like you said, that's really your only asset you're bringing to the table is your time and your work ethic. And so you just need the experience and, and the money. Yeah. And the reverse of that is if you're old, let's say you're 70, you probably have experience maybe in just life in general, like maybe you know how to negotiate and you maybe have some relationships and you have some capital. People you, take you seriously when you got a gray beard. They I mean, do. They, they just, the thing. doors just magically open for you. 
Some doors, others close abruptly. So sometimes, you know, those the what is it? The sensor above the door where it opens automatically. It's just just not no, not sometimes it's like the reverse. They're like shut the doors. Yeah, like whatever the hip club is, like those doors shut. Now the ERP, those doors open. The the perfect world, I think, is probably to find the balance. If you're young, is to go find an old dude, and if you're old. Go pick go find up a young off the dude. street and carry him in with you and be like, look, you're, I'm legit. You're coming with me. But, you know, like partnerships make the world go around. And I think if you're young and you're missing two of those three things, which is the experience and the capital, then go find the people who have that and put in the sweat equity. And the, fl- the flip of that is if you're old and tired or you're just maybe not even that old, maybe like 30s or 40s and you just don't want to do that work because yeah. you have a W2 you like and you family time, whatever. And so you need a young hustler. And that's, I think, a match made in heaven right there. Do you ever see the movie uh, War Dogs with the Jonah Hills in it, the gun runner? Is that uh, Nicolas Cage? No. No, that Lord of War. Oh. Very similar kind of story. Okay. But um, this one was about Jonah. It was about these, like, two guys in, like, their 20s who just started becoming these massive arms dealers. <laughs> Funny. Uh, pretty interesting story. But Jonah Hill, this is a, it's a true story. It really happened. I was listening to an interview of uh, the non-Jonah Hill character, uh, he was doing a podcast and talking about stories. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he referenced was there there was a very big meeting with uh, the Pentagon because they were getting this massive contract. And the Jonah Hill character actually did bring uh, this this old guy with that they had <laughs> uh, you know, somewhat of a working relationship with. But largely yeah. he brought him in because he was like 25. Yeah. And a, a Optics. So <laughs> Optics. <laughs> yeah. Like but, the- Anyways, the other thing you want to consider, too, that, that popped to mind for me was, like, um, your risk tolerance. If you're young and you're just trying to figure things out, you're going to make mistakes, um, that actually probably is a benefit because if, totally. you, if you botch it and you lose all your money, like, you got your life to make it back. Whereas if you're retired and you're using your retirement funds for this, you you really can't take on the risk that the, the 25-year-old hustler would be able to. I think that's a really interesting perspective. Um you can just do things when you're young. You can afford to take those swings at bat because, you know, it doesn't work out. You got a whole life. You can and make it back as long as you're not losing other people's money or doing anything sketchy. Like, yeah. take the risk. Now, do you think if you're young, you're probably going to have a harder time with brokers and lenders? I don't know, man. I don't know how much harder time, but like, maybe if you're like 19, 20. Well, we know some young but, guys, some young cats who are, I don't know. Um, they're young. You know, in their 20s that have gotten over that hurdle i think by the time you're in your late 20s if you're if you're past 25 it's no longer an excuse nobody i think is really judging you based off of age at that point and really and yeah. they're gonna write you off if you're like 19 to 25 maybe but i know some really sharp young dudes and it's all about i think presentation and if you know what you're talking about and that comes through confidently as a competent individual then the lenders the brokers will take you seriously and yeah. i think that's the key no, I can think of uh, several very, very young people who um, I would have just assumed were much older just because they're so emotionally mature, intelligent. You know, they could be in their early 20s and they're, I could talk to them like they're in their mid 30s. I know people who are 40 and they, I, I could never take them seriously. Like, I don't care how old you are, I can tell you're behaving mm-hmm. like a college kid, like the way you live your life. So. Yeah, so this is probably important to know yourself too, rather a little bit of self awareness here. If I was. So my first deal that I got into was a fix and flip on a single family when I was like 20. And that was solely due to my roommate and his dad, my roommate being very much more mature for his age than I was. And his dad, who literally looks like a wizened old gnome 
and who like told us exactly what to do. And I was just grunt labor. Like they gave me a sledgehammer, told me to knock out a wall without that arrangement. There's no chance that I, where I was at that point in my life as a 22 or 20 year old, like could have done those projects on my own. And that's just knowing like who I am as a person. You still can't. That's true. Like Jamie could probably do it. Jamie can um, get me far in life, but uh, me? I don't want you not doing any sort of manual labor on anything. I'm just there for looks. <laughs> I'm just I'm just there to look pretty and, and you can and hold the toolbox. I look good. Pose. With, I look good with like what's it the the tool smock? You think you is do? that what they were? Is that they were? I think it's a tool belt. Oh, is fuck, that what a tool belt would have been better. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm wearing a tool smock. This shows how many tools I've wielded in my so day. You, you bring no credibility <laughs> to this. I would not trust you. This guy has no idea what he's doing, even See, though he's like 50. So age doesn't matter, guys. That's all I'm trying to say is if you don't, if you don't know the difference between a tool belt and a tool smock, well, then um, maybe stay out of this game. <laughs> Thankfully, I thought the, the knowledge that I would have to have of construction would be a whole lot higher in real estate. I think a lot of people maybe think that too. But um, if you have the right people, that can tell you what to do as GCs. Like you're not going to be wielding the, the the tools in a lot of cases, unless you're doing the fix and flip yourself. And I got out of that game really quickly because I hated it because I suck at it. And you can always just buy stuff that's, you know, not a construction project, right? Buy some turnkey things that cash flow well and, you know, don't build a building from scratch, maybe, if that's not your mm-hmm. your expertise. If you're young and you got time and energy on your hands, you're a busy beaver, sure, go go build yourself a log cabin. Do it. I, I dare you. Um, go get the experience. It's a good experience to have. Um, but you could not hand me a hammer right now. I would not take it from you. doesn't matter what you wanted me to do with it. I wouldn't say no. So what's the verdict? Does, Does age matter? Matter? Question mark? Yeah, we still, resolved this. Still a question? We did not resolve this. Still a question. It's the answer in the, in the immortal words of our lawyer. It depends. Yes. It's only, here, here's the answer. It's only a hindrance if you let it be a hindrance. Oh, that's deep. Boom. All we right. should end it on that, that before this gets weird. That's going to do it for us, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. As always, um, love and adore you. See you. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.